I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stress Less Physician Podcast, episode number 61. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited that you are here today with me, and I am talking about something that I find really interesting, and I've been sort of mulling it over recently. And this is the idea of why just having sort of an insight or that sort of aha moment isn't usually enough to create lasting change. And at least it hasn't been in my life. And I was talking to some friends, sometimes I like to survey people, and they all agreed too. And so to put this into context, have you ever gone to maybe an amazing retreat or course or taken a class or even read a book that you felt just sort of blew your mind, right? Or maybe you went to a lecture and you left thinking that that was maybe all you needed to never be the same again. It just felt very intense and very powerful. But then after a couple of weeks or months, Maybe you slipped back into old habits of behavior or emotional reactions or old patterns. And that change that you thought was forever and powerful sort of fizzled out. That's what I wanted to talk to you all today. That's what I've been thinking about. And this sort of phenomenon that I think a lot of us have experience with, if you think about it in your own life, this really has everything to do with the difference between insight and action. So insight feels great. It feels like enough. It can be intense or it can be exciting or insight can be revelatory, right? It can feel very dramatic. I went and looked up the definition of insight. You know, I love to do that. Insight can be defined as a deep understanding of a person or a thing. So we might have a deep understanding suddenly of ourselves or of our own behavior or thought patterns or our life or others. Right? It's this capacity to have an accurate and deep intuitive understanding of a person or thing. That's a different definition. I think we've all experienced that. I don't know if it was Oprah or not who sort of coined the term aha moment or a light bulb moment, but that's an insight. Basically, an insight is a new thought for us that contains information and perhaps wisdom that was outside our previous or current knowledge, right? It feels like this sudden awakening or new way of seeing things or understanding things. And insights can and do change our world. And yet what I'd like to talk about is why insight is often not enough to create lasting change, whatever that change might be. So I want you to think back to the last time you really had one of these light bulb moments, this aha moment. What happened later? Did it change your life? 
Did it change your life on its own? Or did you need to actually practice it? Did you need to actually put whatever that insight was into action to live it, not just think it? I am a thinker. I like to think things over, mull them over, understand them, right? It's definitely a weakness of mine in that I tend to overthink and need to really understand something or believe that I need to understand something before I can do something. And that's a pattern that I can see often holds me back from taking more efficient action, from taking quicker action. So I can have an insight about that, but until I actually start to put a new way of living it out into action, I'm not actually going to see the results of that insight. In my experience, lasting change, whatever that might be, may include that moment of insight, but it doesn't have to. On the other hand, though, if you only have insight... I think you're extremely unlikely to make the kinds of changes that will translate into a more satisfying and fulfilling life or whatever it is you are looking to change that that insight sort of struck you about. Real change requires actually making real change. And if you settle for doing less or changing less, that's what you're going to get. Again, I think insight, and I'll also touch on awareness, is great, but without challenging your patterns of thinking and behaving, and most especially without reinforcing efforts to do things differently, most people will stay sort of feeling stuck and in old patterns of behavior and maybe emotional or physical responses. So These aha moments aren't usually enough on their own to change one's life or patterns of reacting. And you might notice that this has been true for you in many areas. It can be true in sports, in work, in personal development, in self-help, in coaching, in therapy, right? You can have all these insights, but they don't always translate into actual change in your life, right? In the real world. And again, I would argue that I don't think that insight is even always necessary for change. I think I've talked about that in a previous podcast, but I often see clients and friends and even myself, we get stuck in this need to know why, in needing to understand all too often. And sometimes understanding the why is helpful. Sometimes having the insight as to, oh, I'm this way because, right? This is my pattern of response because of these events in childhood or evolution or the human brain or whatever it is. Sometimes it can be helpful. I think mostly it's helpful to get us out of self-blame and move us into self-acceptance, but sometimes it's not very helpful. I don't think it's helpful at all often in actually creating change. If you want to respond in a different way, Sometimes it helps to have insight that this is the way you typically respond, right? X. And if you want to respond in a new way, Y, then you need to be able to catch yourself. But to change yourself for your life, it's necessary to do something in the present rather than just trying to figure out the past. And I think this is also true of awareness. So awareness, I often talk about as the first step of coaching, whether self-coaching or getting coached, right? I think it's the first step in any sort of habit change, in any sort of pattern change, in any sort of rewiring of our uh, typical 
reactive ways of responding into a more responsive way of responding, right? When we're actually thoughtful about it. So awareness of seeing your patterns and catching yourself so you can shift your response, I think is always necessary, right? I think that's the first step, but it's also not sufficient, right? You need the awareness to catch yourself in that moment, but then you need to be able to direct yourself or your brain to respond in a different way. And that's the action part, right? So we need to actually create new neural pathways of response. And the way we do that is to actually really change our response. What you practice is what you get. What you practice is what or who you become. So often we start off with looking at what are you practicing now? How are you typically responding or reacting? What are the patterns of your life that you are sort of stuck in? So what we need to do is to rewire our brains by creating and reinforcing these new neural pathways in our neocortex, in our prefrontal cortex, in sort of the higher parts of the brain, whatever you want to call it, but the part of our brain where we have access to self-reflection and to our own clarity, to creativity and to confidence. And that's where we can make these more purposeful decisions about how we want to create and experience our life. And the good news is that our brain is already doing this. We're always rewiring our brains or reinforcing our current sort of patterns through a process called neuroplasticity. And this is something that we can learn and practice how to do to influence this process and to sort of take control of a lot of our habitual responses and reactivity so that we can shape our present and our future in ways that will allow us to influence our lives much more concretely and much more thoughtfully. And I think it's amazingly good news that we have this ability to practice what we want our new habits to become. Anything that we practice becomes a habit. What we think, how we react, how we feel, right? It's like posture. I'm really working on not hunching forward. They have a habit, bad habit of sort of leaning forward with my head, hunching my shoulders a little bit. I feel like my white coat at work sort of exacerbates that. It's a habit. And so I'm going through these steps of changing that habit and it's challenging and my muscles are sore and I keep catching myself hunching over and recorrecting, right? So that's the good news is that anything we practice becomes a habit and we can change that, right? The sort of bad news is that if you, like all of us, myself included, have been practicing responding to life with stress and worry anxiety, anger, frustration, resentment, any of those sort of negative emotions, right? That's what you are reinforcing and getting better at. And in order to change, we have to be willing to change our own practice, our own responses and practice responding with maybe more calm, more curiosity, more clarity, more compassion, more creativity, lots of C's there I know. Maybe we want to respond with more humor and fun, whatever that is. We actually have to catch ourselves and practice it. So again, the steps of this, I think insight can help, but it's not enough, right? Insight can often provide the motivation, the energy, right? That aha, light bulb, yes moment that then allows us to 
right? Practice the steps of awareness, right? Catching yourself in the old habits or thoughts and emotion and reactions. And then you have to really strengthen your self-command muscle, right? Your ability to direct yourself to respond differently, to pick that new thought, to practice it, to pick that new feeling, to practice that, to take a different action and get a different result. And then you have to practice it, right? It once isn't enough. You've got to keep changing over and over again. I practice probably a hundred or more times a day, putting my shoulders back, right? Lifting my head up, sitting up taller, standing up taller, really stretching my shoulders back to think about it in a very physical way. So what habits have you been practicing that you want to change, right? And it might be you want to stress less, right? You want to worry less. You want to feel better. You want to enjoy work more. You don't want to be so angry or frustrated. You don't want to have so much anxiety, whatever it is. Maybe you want to make a big change in your life. Maybe you just want to tweak it, right? All of that is possible. Insight can help, but it's not enough, right? You need that self-awareness and self-command to redirect, and then you need to practice that. And I just want to say, this is what I do in my coaching, right? With any change a client wants. This is what I do with myself, right? With my own self-coaching and what I do with my coach, right? So whether that's to be happier or enjoy work more or change your career, maybe just change where you work or what you do at work. Sometimes our practices get a little stale and maybe we want to shake it up a little bit and not really change jobs, but change what we do at our job. Maybe you want to be more confident or stop feeling like an imposter, right, in your life. Whatever it is you want to change, these are the steps. This is what you do, right? It takes insight, maybe, but it relies on mental muscle building and practice and then taking action over and over to actually create real change in your mind and in your behavior, right? Again, real change requires real change. That is what I have for you today. Reach out if you want help. I love changing people's lives by helping you change your life, right? I'm just there to help. All right. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician, ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A. D-I-L-L dot com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.